Welcome to the What If Cast with Christine and Justin, where we take a deep dive into what if theories that'll blow your mind. Welcome to another episode of the What If Cast. I'm Christine, and there's Justin. Hi, Justin. You know, it's funny. This is actually the second episode in a row where you've introduced me. I know. Well, so first I used to say just hi, and I thought that's no good. So we ha- I had to change up. Anyway, enough about us. We have a guest on, on the show. <laughs> This is, uh, yeah, not that you can see me pointing, but this is Sammy. Hi. (laughs) And uh, we met in college, not till probably senior year, which is kind of crazy, but we've been friends ever since. So yeah, happy to have you on. Good to be here. Yeah. So I think we're all recording in our houses, right? Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so we were going to talk about homes today and like, what, what is a home? And is it, is it different from a house? Would you say it's like, it's like where your heart is, you know, or like where you feel good. Is that how I think of it? So cheesy, but like, I totally agree. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think also, yeah, depending on the, like the person you're hanging out with, you could be like, oh, like this just feels like home or, or you could be in your home and be like, wow, I need to get out of here. I feel like, yeah, there's such a difference between like house and home because I mean, especially like when you go off to college, when you go to do like internships, different pla- things, different places, like you live in a different place than like where you truly feel at home because you might be living in a place for, I don't know, like six months, a year. And that's just not enough time, I feel like, to make it feel like a home. So it's definitely not like a proximity place thing. It's a feeling thing. Oh yeah. Like I'm sure depending on who you talk to, you might talk about college and be like, wow, like I love loving there versus someone be like, wow, I no, I never go back. Like they would never call it living there. Or they wouldn't call it home. It was just a place they studied and they had to be. <laughs> yeah. I feel like wording wise, I always said like, I'm going back to my dorm. I'm going back to my apartment. I never said I'm going home because going home meant going to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Was there a shift for where you live now where you started calling it home? Yeah. And it was like super recent. I actually like started calling Groton home. I live in Groton, Connecticut, but it really was like this summer, which was about a year since I moved here that I started calling it home. And like when I was in Jersey, where I grew up at my parents' house, I would say like, oh, when I go back home and I actually Mm -hmm. meant, which it was like a weird shift because I've never referred to Connecticut as my home. Yeah. And I feel like I've been bouncing around a lot too. And, uh, Especially with my parents, I never would call where I live right now home. I feel like maybe I started doing that recently, but you know, you don't want to tell them like, oh, I'm going home. Like when I leave them, it's like, you know, they want to know like, oh, this is home. You're, you're over there. But like, when you come see us, like this is home. (laughs) My parents started referring to Groton as home for me before I did. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) That's interesting. Like I've already I had already moved out I lived somewhere else and referred to that place as home before Groton and so it took a little bit for me to adjust to this place being home but I think they had already adjusted to the fact that like their house wasn't necessarily my home anymore Mm -hmm. yeah 
So I feel like you're talking about adjusting. What are some things that you personally do to make something your home? Because I feel like it's got to be something more than just you spent enough time there. Uh, is there anything that you do to make it more comfortable? Is there anything that you specifically like to do? Um, I feel like there's like the company aspect of like having people over and like maybe having someone come like stay with you for a little while, things like that, that kind of like you're introducing someone into your home. So it really like you say you're saying it like out into the world, like this is my home, like welcome, which really makes a difference. Yeah. I feel like sharing it with someone makes a difference. And I say that because in, when I lived in Wrocław in Poland, um, my first apartment always kind of felt like my apartment, not my home. And then my second apartment that I lived there genuinely became my home, but I had a roommate there. And I feel like that made the difference of like, oh, like we together, we've made this place a home versus like the place we're currently staying. So I think company plays a huge role in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know you brushed over it briefly, but you said, you know, you, you live, you lived in Poland for what, two years, I think. Yeah. So that, that's like a total shift, like going across the Atlantic <laughs> and then living somewhere for two years. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah. Cause that, that took a while to adjust to not just like the actual physical place, like the, where I was living, but like calling the city home took a long time because it's hard to call a place home if you don't speak the language and can't communicate with the people. And I feel like that's probably a very true story. A lot of people in the U.S. too that come here. Like home is where you feel the most comfortable, right? And the most loved. And like, can you do that in a place where you can't understand yet? Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, it's a little crazy. And I feel like when you grow up, like one of the big things about home is like you're automatically comfortable and accepted. Like when you go into your home, you feel comfortable and you feel like you're supposed to be there. And so there's just this element of like, I had to apply to be there. I had to go through paperwork and go through all these things. Sorry, my cat is like straight up on me right now. (laughs) Um, But I had to go, you know, through the immigration process. And that kind of made it feel a little bit more like a, do you accept me? And do you allow me to be here? Which made the at home feeling a little bit harder in that moment. Yeah. So we're going to talk about like, what if we all had multiple homes, right? So you kind of are a great example of having multiple homes. What if like society, like everyone lived in two countries? I, I, when you first posed this to me, I was like, a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people have multiple homes, kind of thinking more of like multiple houses, I guess, instead of multiple homes. Well, no, you're absolutely right about that. And that's actually partially why we wanted to talk about this for an episode. Because it is sort of a common thing that I think a lot of people can relate to. Some people have spent enough time in a few different places that they actually do feel at home in more than one place. But the problem is, is that when I think about home and you, you sort of, both of you kind of nailed it. It's a place where you feel comfortable. You know, Sammy used the word accepted. And when you're away from your home, especially for a long time, that can be kind of tough. I feel like it would sort of increase and decrease that feeling if you were to have more than one. And I think a lot of people have that where sometimes they just feel like they should be somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I always like, I think about the ultra rich of the world that have a home in LA, a home in New York, a home in London, you know, that kind of stuff. And when you are sharing your time 
in that many places, like, where do you truly feel comfortable? Like, is there one home that you feel like is the most homey of all of them? I'm also thinking about people too, just like relating it, not just homes, but people in relationships. Like now, I don't know, people could date multiple people. It's uh, like polyamory, you know, and like there, people are just like exploring different ways to love and be belonged with multiple entities. I oh, just- you grow up thinking like, oh, I'm going to find that like one person that makes me feel at home. But in reality, there's so many different ways to love and so many different types of relationships. And so you can have multiple people that make you feel at home. I guess that is interesting. You know, before you brought that up just now, I, did, I didn't correlate those two things at all. But I guess I, I have heard a lot of times people say that they feel comfortable when they're with somebody in particular, that they're at home with, when they're with somebody in particular. So I guess, hey. You might be right. And the difference with homes are, and like, let's say you have homes in totally different locations is you can never be with both, right? Like the polyamorous relationship, let's say you love two people, you can be with both of them. You don't feel like you're missing out. Like that's the whole thing is you'd be totally missing out. If you have a home where you love people and they're in that country, you're never going to be able to love completely everyone at the same time. Sammy's like, oh no, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um. It's hard, I think, uh, just going back and forth sometimes because I love all of you guys here and I love our friend group that we have. And I get like really bad FOMO when I was in Poland and everything. And the like group chat was going off and people were meeting up and going places. And I was like, oh, well, I definitely can't go because it's, you know, an eight hour flight. But like at the same time, I knew I was making other experiences and other friends. And I was all excited about moving back to the U.S. because it was like, oh, I can finally be with my family again. I can finally do stuff with them and with you guys. And then I, you know, was in those chats with friends in Poland and they were getting together and they were doing things and I was seeing them doing stuff. And it was all that all over again. of Like, oh, I had created this environment where I felt at home over there. And now I'm feeling the same thing about missing out over in Poland that I did about missing out and things in the United States, getting the Snapchat of like, or the FaceTime of, Oh, Hey, we're all together. We wanted to call you. I'm like, "Uh, Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's like social media, but a lot more personal. Yes. Yeah. I'll I'll toss this up to both of you guys because I'm interested to hear what you're going to say. I think there's a lot of people that leave their homes, not by choice. You know, they have circumstances that make them have to leave. You know, whether it's it's for a safety reason, a monetary reason, you know, they got to work overseas or something like that. And I think for a lot of those people, they might always feel like that original place where they were is their home, but they can't go back, at least not for the foreseeable future. Do you guys have any anything you would say, any advice you would give to somebody who's really trying to make this new place where they are their new home? I feel like I would just... Try to be grateful for what you have and what you can do today. And, and just, yeah, like just look at the positives because if you look at everything you can have, it's just going to make you more sad. So look at what you do have and yeah, just, just keep on, keep on being you and you're going to attract people that will also like the things you do. So, yeah, I feel like, I mean, again, we talked about how home is such a community-based situation. So if you can find People that are going through similar situations, they often can relate and make what you're going through a little bit easier. 
I'm thinking about my grandparents in this. Both of them were refugees. And so they, my grandma came over from Latvia during the Soviet Union, when the Soviet Union took over. And um, my grandfather also, he came from Poland during World War II. And they met at a refugee camp and came over to the United States together. And so while they left, you know, home, it was not the same home that they had grown up in, that they grew to love because the Soviet Union had taken over. It was not what they knew. And especially for my grandfather, like he was from Warsaw and Warsaw had been completely bombed out. Like his home wasn't physically there anymore. I know a big thing for him when he was here was having that Polish community. And he had a ton of Polish friends that he could, you know, speak with and they understood. They knew like referencing, you know, specific places and things like that. They could enjoy that time together. And so it felt like, I guess for him, probably it felt like he wasn't truly like alone in his situation, which made it a little bit easier to get. Yeah, I think home is is really in tandem with community building and finding people that can relate to you. Yeah, and I feel like that's also why we end up with communities like Little Italy in New York and Chinatown and all different places like that. It's like when you come from so far, you you want to find people that have that shared experience so that you don't feel so alone in such a new place. Yeah, I uh, last episode I talked with someone from uh, <laughs> improv that I've joined last year, and wow, is that such a like tight knit community that I found that everyone is just so silly together, and just, I feel like I found my people. <laughs> yeah, uh, how, how do you, I know uh, you have? I don't know if you want to share your activity you do outside of work. <laughs> I do pole dancing. Yeah. So I, that was something that I kind of like took a risk on and was like, Oh, it seems fun. I should try it. And like this community of like women that I am with, you know, at this point, like three, four times a week is the most uplifting, wonderful community. I've did it that much, (laughs) like all the time. I was there yesterday. Not only for the exercise, but like you love the community. Like you just love the people. Oh yeah. I was going once a week for a while until I made friends and like, you know, actually had those relationships with the people there. And then that made me want to go more. I think that's a big part of, you know, me actually enjoying where I live and calling it home was developing my community here instead of, you know, traveling all the way to New Haven for you guys and like up to Weathersfield or, you know, all to different places. Like, yeah, I really do think that if, if, we were in this situation so sort of like how we're describing where everybody in the world could achieve this feeling of having two places that they could call their home i feel like it would just make the world a more connected place in general because you have everybody who sort of feels very strongly about two maybe really different communities that they've made that are really strong by doing all this stuff that you guys are talking about Mm -hmm. yeah People would, I think, be more understanding where, where others are coming from if they have multiple perspectives of different cultures or, or situational, I don't know, reasoning. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And so when you live in a different place and you meet different people that have different experiences, you definitely just understand a whole lot more of what other people might be thinking in different perspectives based on where they come from. Yeah, because think about it. I mean, how close do you immediately feel with somebody when you ask them where you're from and you find out that they grew up around where your home is? 
Oh my God. It's such a huge thing. I was talking to someone at work recently. I just started a new, started a new job. And so when someone was asking where I was from and I was like, Oh, New Jersey. And they were like, do you think that there's a central Jersey? And I was like, yes, of course there's a central Jersey. And she immediately was like, Oh, right answer. Like absolute correct answer. And I was like, okay, we, we can be friends. (laughs) (laughs) So for all of you out there, it's, there's a central Jersey. Oh, Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's not a big donut hole in the middle of the state like some people believe. One more thing on the um, finding someone or like people that have like are from where you're from. Even in in Poland, I was talking to someone who actually like he grew up 40 minutes from me, and so when we were able to talk about like specific places and like stores, and if you're from Jersey, Pennsylvania area, Wawa is huge. Like just for you know that we could say like oh like. I miss Wawa. We call it a hoagie and say like, we miss like that kind of stuff. It like, it's an immediate connection that you have with someone. Yeah. I think also people would just, if they had homes in two places, they would travel more in general because I don't know. I feel like because I know you and I know how connected you are to Poland, I feel like I'll, I'll end up in Poland one day, maybe with you or just in general, because like, I meant like visiting because I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, like I want to go now. Like I just heard so much about it and I'm glad. <laughs> all there you yeah. all have to be there with me and also just if we're close to like our own community and everyone's has a connection with something else that's going to make us want to visit those places I think or and that way we understand each other you know if I went to Poland maybe I could like understand some more of the things that you talk about and kind of connect with you even deeper yeah I feel like when you you know maybe see some pictures on Instagram of a place on like a travel site or read about something like it doesn't do it justice compared to how someone who really loves that place and considers it home talks about it. Like I know my friends, a few of them have lived in South Korea and that was never really a place that was on my list of where I want to go, but they love it. It was their favorite place they've ever lived. And the way that they talk about it, it's mm-hmm. one of the places on my list now of places I want to go because it they're so connected to it. And I know they're awesome people, so it must be an awesome place. Yeah, just let uh, places that you might have thought were foreign that you couldn't really understand. You know, you feel like you can now. You feel like you you can go because you've heard it from your great friend. Mm, for sure. Yeah, and I think just adding on to that, it's not just that you're visiting your friend; it's that your friend is inviting you into their home. Yeah, and there's yeah, it's so cool like be able to show someone like a home that you've made away from your Mm -hmm. actual home that you grew up in. When I was in Poland, one of my good friends, CY, uh, visited me out in Wrocław and they were the only person that actually got to visit me out there just because COVID hit and no one else could come. (laughs) Um, And I got to actually like show them the city that I live in. And I thought that was the coolest thing. It was one of my absolute favorite experiences of living there was being able to show someone that I grew up with that knew what my actual home was like back in New Jersey, the new home that I had created. I was thinking I kind of want to turn the tables and this was probably will probably be a very short conversation because it's just home is so ingrained to who we are as people. But what if like there was no concept of home that we were all not nomads, but like we just never really called any place home. Like we didn't feel that connection like we do. What would the world be like? I feel like it would almost be a little bit more peaceful because there's no like pride territorialness like 
you know, like from the beginning, if you think about like why people were fighting, it was over territory, which is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I guess every place you, you rent out or, you know, but that's just where you live, but it's just, it's a hard concept for me to grasp. No home. Yeah. It's, it's just how we are. Yeah. I'm trying to like imagine it without like the complete. Even like, if you don't have a home and you're homeless, which is, is so unfortunate, but in a way, like sometimes you'll try to make an area feel at least homey. Like maybe, you know, you'll put some sort of like, down. Or like you just, you, we're just so ingrained to feel like something is home. Yeah. I feel like it, even when you think about like unhoused people and everything, there's definitely still a place in their mind of what they consider home. And it probably isn't where they currently are in that state. But there's still some kind of idea of like a previous home or an idea of home. So it's hard to imagine absolutely no idea of home whatsoever. And and I feel like also it's sort of the sad truth. And you guys have already sort of mentioned it and brought it up. Sometimes people don't have a home because there's just no home to go back to. Like Sammy, you mentioned Warsaw. Yeah, the 40s. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if nobody felt like they had a home, I feel like it'd be really hard to, to really settle anywhere. Not in the sense of physically setting down, making a place, making a community, but how would you ever feel at ease? It, it'd be tough. And I know there's a lot of people that actually deal with that. Uh, I know now is a, a big time for what we call digital nomads as well. Is starting to spark up where people like will go and they'll make different places their home. Now with everyone being, a lot of people being remote working as well. It's just seen a lot on the internet. Maybe I'm just perusing it too much, but. Um, a digital nomad, Christine? Um, no, honestly, I, you know, I, I think like a year ago, I would have said differently, but I have too many peepees here. I love, you know, but I do indeed love travel, but I want to return to home. I wouldn't consider moving abroad unless I had someone to move abroad with again, because the transition period where it is not your home yet. You have not made that home. It is hard to do it. And if you had someone that made you feel like home when you moved out there to begin with, I feel like it must be easier. I don't know though. Because people can be your home. Wow. What a, what a lovely conversation. Yeah. No, honestly, Sammy, I really appreciate you being on this one. I feel like you brought a lot to this. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Anytime. You just let us know. Is there anything that you'd like to promote? Is there any anything that you'd like the people to know where they can find you? Anything like that? Oh, <laughs> completely random. But I do. I am a travel agent. So speaking of home and visiting other places and traveling other places, if you want to make that easier, at Vacations by Sammy, S-A-M-I, on Instagram and Facebook, I can help with that. Well, that worked out. <laughs> Sammy's been offered to help me out. Uh, she she's particularly uh, fond of Disney travel, so if you need help, she's I'm she's like, oh, like you wouldn't know it if you just looked at me, but then you talk to me for five minutes and you're like, oh yeah, she's a Disney adult. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Um, we hope you have a magical day in your home, and if you're not home or you know you have multiple homes that you're missing. Just know, you know, we're all thinking about you and, uh, you know, there, there's people out there that can be your home or, or find a community that can inspire you, that, that you feel like you, you belong. So thanks, guys. Uh, you belong here on the What If Cast. Listen, we have so many episodes. Hope everyone has a great day. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Bye.